Well, hello. It has been a while. I mean, I had taped up shows so you guys could watch them. You knew they were taped up, didn't you? I mean, you didn't know. You know when I'm live and when I'm not live, right? I mean, tell me something. Yes, you do. So um, anyway, but this is the first day, so I was telling our guests that are on tonight, uh, we have a really interesting show for you. Um, you know how I'm really big on public involvement and people's voices and being heard. And, you know, honestly, on some things, I don't even care if I don't care about the issue. This is an issue I do care about. But I'm saying if there's an issue I don't care, I really don't care. I just want people to be involved and understand, because if you don't understand that you have a voice, then the people um, who think they're in charge, um, they take advantage of those things. I, I worked in news for 25, almost 30 years. Um, and I know um, you get placated and you get quieted down. And, you know, and, and I used to love, no, I'm kidding, but I know I'm not, well, I'm not kidding. I, I used to, I couldn't stand when you'd go to, um, you know, like we'd have an election and the voters would clearly say no. So then the powers that be would go and change two words and then re-put that out there. Like we've changed the red to purple and people still vote it down. And then they do it again. Think of the money that's wasted on all that bullshit when people just, if they listen and say, no, we don't want to do this. And instead of going on, we already have it in our mind. We're going to make this happen. And that's kind of what's going on with this roundabout situation. It's the perfect name for it in Springfield because it goes around about and around about and around about and around about, and it never stops. And it keeps going and going rather than cutting bait, going to the people and saying, what do you want? So a group of people fought this mostly business owners, but they fought this because for some it was their livelihood. And I've, a lot of you think that it's over, but it's not over. And city government, it's never over. But tonight we're going to talk about a little bit about the issue, but mostly about how you fight. Because folks, if we don't learn how to fight back and how to find our courage uh, to not care what the naysayers say, um, we will never get anyway. So in that light, I'm going to play a couple of things for you. Our sponsors tonight are Albert Taylor, um, Endless Possibilities, um, doing wonderful things for people in Springfield um, who have different abilities and taking care of them. I have a short little clip from them. Also, Dr. Michael Bratton, um, uh, Chris Dental Family Dentistry. Uh, he is one of our big sponsors. Oh, you know what I should do? This is one of his new ads. Are you ready? It's going to be a little bit, it's going to push you a little. Here we go. This is Dr. Michael Bratlin from Chris Dental. Just because we live in Oregon doesn't mean we have to accept this crazy left-wing ideology the rest of our lives. We don't have to succumb to CRT, gender identity, indoctrination, out-of-control homelessness, crime, and so on. We can actually make a change, and it starts with the next election. Right now, it is our responsibility to make sure that those who share our same values are elected in November. Make sure you and everyone that you know actually votes. We can and will take back Oregon. I told you, he doesn't hold back on what he believes. And you know what? If you disagree with that, it's just darn okay. Um, that's just how it works. Um, I'm going to get our guests up here in a minute, but I want to give one more little video here, and then we'll have Albert Taylor in a little bit. This is something I want you to think about. And if you want to write your answer here in the comment section while we're talking, you can. But here's something I was thinking about today. And that's whenever I'm thinking during the day, you know there's a problem. So ABC News did a poll, and you know I'm not a big fan of ABC News, but this one's kind of fun. So um, 
our dear President Biden. He just can't, you can't even say this is a popularity contest. His approval rating, if you want to call it that, is still less than 40%. That's not good. Then they did a survey to find out what was the issues that, that stood out to people and will really determine how they're going to vote. So while Nancy Pelosi's out preaching that people are, they're one with the population and people understand the, the, the Democrat issues, it doesn't come across that way. Inflation, 76% said that would be the biggest concern and that's how they're going to be voting. 84% the economy, 69% crime. Hmm. Now, also on the list were issues that are really big in the Democratic camp and other people, but really big. They're pushing hard. Abortion rights, 62% said that was a big factor in how they're going to vote. And climate change, the big thing for Biden and all of his supporters, hmm, only 50% said that that was one of the major things they'd be looking at when they're voting this election. So here's my question. What's the big one for you? What is the thing that's going to push you over the edge to vote? Maybe like you've never voted before in your life. What are you tired of? I know what I'm tired of, not having a voice and having people shove things down my throat. But what are you tired of? So what are you tired of? I want to know. So in the comment section, um, you can put down your answer. What is the big issue for you that you will be voting on this election? Um, I'm just curious and I want to know what you think. So now let's get on to our topic. Roundabouts in Springfield. We already have questions, you guys, So um, and comments. Jason Greenwald, Greenbud. Um, I broke my, Jason, you broke your arm. Good Lord, what were you doing? Probably beating up on somebody like me. Uh, the roundabout is wild in Glenwood, very awkward. Uh, Matt Kendall says, I'm super confused why we need so many roundabouts. <laughs> well, I don't think I'm going to clear that up for you. <laughs> and there was a great specific areas, but leave Main Street alone, you know? And I think Todd and Danny are probably going to agree with you, Matt. <laughs> so so um, well, that didn't take long to get a couple of comments. So welcome. Um, appreciate both of you being here. Now, both of you have businesses on that main street. Um, tell, to kind of explain to me a little bit about how this was going to impact the two of you. Well, I can go first. Um, um, I My businesses are 25 80 Main and 2523 Main. I have two buildings on Main Street. Well, my South Shop on the current plan, if it went through, they would take so much property, I couldn't even get cars into my shop. So I would have to end up sending probably seven employees home. And um, they, the city never came to me and said, you know, we want to work with you. We want to help you relocate. We want anything. It, Anyway, for me, looking at that little part, it's just a bad plan. And Danny, you have McKinsey Feed. <clears throat> How would this impact your business? So the biggest thing is the widening of the road, the loss of business. So there's nothing wrong with a roundabout per se, but a roundabout takes out 19 to 20 businesses. And the egress and ingress from those areas is what causes businesses to go out. Like, my, I'd have to close my doors because I couldn't get a semi-truck into my business to unload feed. Uh, that's the, the hardest part of this is people think it's all about, oh, I like a roundabout or I don't like a roundabout. It's not that. It's the loss of businesses. One roundabout that a semi can't even get around takes three acres. Well, and I think what you guys kind of exposed 
was some of the ridiculousness too, like Roseboro lumber. How do you, how do you, how do you get a log truck out of the Roseboro lumber yards on a roundabout? Um, I saw one when I was in Oregon and I can't remember where it was, what town, but they basically just drove over the roundabout. I mean, it wasn't, you couldn't get around it. And, and so, yeah, I want people to understand this isn't anti roundabout. This isn't anti doing something to fix main street and make it a better place to, to be. It was about one, were you guys included in, in anything until late in the process? Actually, I was. I was on, part of the Strategic Advisory Committee, which I spent a lot of time and effort on, and three years, found out after the fact, when they didn't listen to us, that they already had an agenda, and they were going to party at the end when everybody agreed with them, which no one did. So, Rick, the only way I was notified, um, I own the properties where Todd's Auto Body is, and they sent some information to my house on my property management company. They did not send it to my body shop. We would have never known what they were doing because they just sent it to the property owners, the information. So how organized did you guys have to get in order to, to, to fight this? Well, I would say there was probably 15 of us businesses that started meeting once a month, maybe twice a month. Um, but Scott Stewart that owned Dutch Brothers uh, made some signs and then we passed them out all over Main Street and asked them to email the city council and, and our mayor. And we had a great response for that. Then all of a sudden the city council and the mayor um, realized there's a bunch of people that just don't want this. And they, they never really heard of it until we put some information in front of them. But there was 15 of us businesses or so that did that. So how important is it you fight? And, you know, I think people sometimes they give up. They don't have the courage to fight something like that um, because you're going up against city hall. Well, we just, I just tell them you can't give up because you can't lose your income and um, we can make a difference. You know, I mean, that's just what I told them. That's what I believe. We can make a difference as a group of people, not just one person, but when there's two or 300 people talking to the city and flooding emails there, they will listen. It'll change their mind because, you know, all those guys want to be voted back in. And if they realize there's so much power in the people, they will they will change their mind. So is there power in the people? Did you find that out? Because I think we don't believe. Don't you think people don't really believe that? I, I feel like that people today think that the city that we work for the city, not that the city works for us. Well, I sat down with Nancy, the city manager, after the project was delayed or put aside. And she said that she had to bring their lawyer in to blow up the plan because it had gotten so far and had so much approval that there was no way they could stop it without involving a lawyer because the, the businesses and the people brought it to their attention that there was nothing good about the plan. So why weren't you included earlier? Well, I think property owners were included, kind of, but businesses weren't. Two different things. 
they 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 sent information out to property owners but they didn't send information out to business owners right so if only 5% owned the property on main street nobody got the information so where is this now in in the process cuz it's not i mean i see people on here commenting or saying i i thought that was a done deal i thought it was over they can still do eight and a half roundabouts they're just not doing nine yeah, they are going to go through with the project one way or another. I mean, the project, uh, something's going to happen. Um, they're already committed to money on it. Um, it. It's it's just us getting together with them and giving our input on how much they change the project. Um, do, you think, do you think they need it? Does it need to be changed? I'm just asking. I don't know. Well, with... I don't think it's needed. I, I think it, they could get to check off their box if they think they've made Springfield safer. And, the, and they use this word safety where I don't really believe that it's going to be any safer. Um, I fix a lot of wrecks from roundabouts at my body shop. So, um, yeah. So I'm just going to, I'm going to go here a little bit just because it's my show and I can have some fun. <laughs> I, think, I always think it's funny. Or, I, no, I don't even think it's not funny. I, th I think the way city government works is weird because, okay, so we got this transportation money and, and I don't know where it came from, but I'm just making this stuff up, but they got a bunch of money. How much did they get? Do you know? $3 million from ODOT to create a safety plan for Main Street with okay. no direct other than they wanted a median. The okay. ODOT, wanted, ODOT wanted a median. And does ODOT let, um, own the road? or? Yes. They, they do. So what do they think of the plan? Don't know. They're kind of staying silent. They're, they're letting they're the road. businesses... They're staying silent. Like, why? Could they, they don't have any guts. I mean, what are they doing? They're hiding because it's their road. So here's here's $3 million. They'll go... go Go get some project done. When well, you know, just because you have the money doesn't mean you have to do that. If people don't want it, it's your community. Maybe they should come to you guys all and sit down and say, "Why don't we come up with? Let's come up with a new idea." Because obviously, this didn't work. It wasn't it wasn't liked by you guys. And you can't, you know, if you put in seven roundabouts, what what? Then we only lose three businesses, or you know, however that works. But what if there's a different way of doing it? But it feels like sometimes government gets this in their head going this is the plan we have to keep going it and, and you guys with protect main street um you it this takes a lot of effort on your part which is the hard part right yeah and our main group is common sense for springfield and our project that we're working on right now is protect main street and the biggest part of it is we're not designers we're not traffic flow engineers what we want is that they work within the constraints of Main Street and that they look at the safety measures they've already put in place, the city's already put in place, and see if they have made Main Street safer. You know, the $3 million grant was, was not to build anything. It was just to design or create. Well, oh, so it's going to cost even more then, yeah. Oh, no, yeah, it's no, going to cost a lot more. more. That money's already spent. Oh, that was just... Did you? Oh, my God. Okay. Okay, Matt, I'll get to your question in a second here. So this 
I know that, you know, our president has problems and I'm not trying to drag you guys into a conversation here, but I know our president has problems understanding what a recession is. But does the city understand we're in a freaking recession right now and that all things point to it's going to get worse? So why not spend three million dollars to come up with a plan and then we'll spend how many other tens of millions of dollars to fix a road that maybe just doesn't have to be fixed right now? As Danny was saying, you could go look at it. But, you know, in my personal world and everybody watching this show right now, when you don't have the money, you don't do the new project. And maybe it looks good and it feels like this is something we want for Springfield, but maybe you just don't get everything you want. It's just bizarre to me that at a time. I was told that it's different checkbook. Oh, so, that, they always say that. If that, yeah. that comes from a different fund. Oh, stop it. When, do you, when it's my tax dollars, it doesn't come from a different fund. It comes from Rick Dancer Incorporated. That's right. You take my money and then you stick it in different funds. Well, guess what? You can move funds. And I don't care what you say. And I've heard this all my news career that it's like, well, that pot of money is for art. Well, then take it out of art like I do and you put it into gas for my car. Oh, no, I mean, we can't go. We need to buy that art project. We're not going to be able to travel anywhere, but we'll have that art project. So our 1% is spent on art. I mean, come on, people. You got to start working with the economy. So are they taking your land by eminent domain? They really even haven't said that, Rick. They just said, this is what we want to do. And and I've asked him, I said, well, how do you cover my losses? And they, it's just blank, daring headlight look. And they have no committee to come around the businesses to to talk to the businesses so you know the people that are in charge of this project are just in charge of this project they're not in charge of taking care of the aftermath at all they haven't so, even thought about that so you spend three million dollars because you can uh, to you come can. up with a plan but you don't really maybe one of the first questions you'd want to ask is how many businesses are we going to have to buy to do this. And is that really worth it? Maybe we should just, you know, if you're going to do something like this, wouldn't you think that you'd go to each of the businesses that you have on the chopping block or that's going to be cut out and say, let's have a conversation and see how that goes. That just, I, I don't, I, I mean, you could save so much time and money if you, you know, that's common sense. Oh, yeah. what, yeah. what riles me up, Rick, um, I went and talked to uh, Molly and Michael, the two that are in, that are doing this project and they told me well the weak are going to go away and the strong are going to get stronger so and i said in other words because you're taking my property and i can't get into my shop i'm weak so i'm so we're going to lose all that revenue because i i can't work and and you're calling me weak you know and, I, and i'm looking right at their faces at their desk you know and they said well the, the weak are going to go away and the strong are going to get stronger and I go, there's 240 businesses that are going to be affected really bad. And they who said, who said that, Todd? Uh, Molly, who's in. Just the city? This is city? The city, yeah. So the weak are going to go away and the strong will survive. Yep. They, so, they didn't say anything well, about taking your care of our buildings are money loss or any any of that you know and at that point i just smiled at him and said well you know i'm not for this project then i mean i was very cordial i mean i didn't get mad at him i just smiled and said well i'm not for this project at all you know you're not i'm not going to get on the same page as you not at all so the week like okay so todd 
you know, you're, you're just weak because I'm going to take um, most of the space where you're going to fix cars and stuff. But if you were strong, you could survive. And, and because I'm the city and come in here and I'm going to take that from you. And Danny, you don't need to have trucks bringing product here. They can dump it on the sidewalk and then you can carry those bales of hay and all that feed back. If you were strong, you <laughs> could survive. You know, I mean, come on. This is well, how can become a tea shop instead of a, you know, a feed store. And the the RV store could become a, you know, a, a specialty grocery store. And we can well, have city hall becomes a mall again. Yeah. Maybe just put business, all you guys in there and put city hall out in Todd's place, you know, and, and we can have city hall out there. that kind of impacts you now, doesn't it? Huh? So what have you guys learned? Do you, do you feel like, Sometimes the city just placates you like it's like, you know, oh, keep them quiet until, you know, sat, just we'll, and then we'll come back and then quiet. You know what I mean? It's just. Oh, yeah. I, they, they did that to us. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It's like join this group and you will have an opinion and and we will listen. And we have a booklet. We know we have a binder of lies and stuff from this project. And when the mayor asked me, what about this project do you like? And I said nothing in nine different phone calls, he finally said, there is nothing in this plan. So what's what happens now? Where are you guys at with this whole thing? So right now we have started a nonprofit called Common Sense Springfield, okay? And we've already had a kickoff event. And what this is, is to channel money to do the Protect Main Street right now. This is our project to protect Main Street. But not only that, it's the next problem that comes up. We have we have a nonprofit that we can funnel money through whatever the next project is. I mean, it could be on A Street. It could be where wherever that it doesn't quite work right. But so our hope today is that we get to join with the city to be able to talk to the city about the plan, talk to ODOT about the plan, and that they hear the people. They, they just hear the people. And then if we make the road, it, it's a, it's both groups together making it work. I mean, that's our biggest plan. That's our accomplishment, what we'd like to see. So the problem that they have <clears throat> is the sleeping giant is awakened. Big time. You don't and, want you don't want to go for mayor and not be on our side. <laughs> you really don't. So so are you guys kind of excited to I mean I know this is a ton of work and a ton of money and a ton of time. Um but you really have proven that you can fight city hall and make and make progress. I mean yes it's still they're still moving this but you now you know and as more people find out and stuff, I mean, I see people on here just going, this is crazy. You mean corporations are intending to put all small businesses under? <laughs> it's like, what happened to, um, you know, the, the idea that the small business was the backbone of our community? Because it really is. Um, but you guys now, you are the backbone. And excuse my language, but you're also the balls. I mean, you have risen to the occasion and you're they're not and matt kendall put your common sense for springfield website up here so thank folks, you matt appreciate that you want to find things out about this you guys um 
see, and the reason I love this story so much is because you guys are playing right into my passion is if we could wake people up and get them, not everybody has to be as involved as you guys, but at least understanding, um, you know, somebody wrote on here, I think most people don't have business that will be affected by the change, don't have a reason to oppose the project. They see it as a beautification and safety for Main Street. Who wouldn't want Springfield to be a safer and beautiful place, right? But what about people who have spent their lives building businesses, creating jobs for people and essentially are essentials to the community? Who would lose their businesses over this project if it went forward in this proposed manner? That's Renelle Gray Fortier. I can't say her last name, but what um, that is pretty profound. Um, and that is the truth. So maybe part of what you're teaching us <clears throat> is that we need to be more selfless and understand if something's happening to the people on Main Street that, and I live in Springfield, that is my neighborhood. That is part of my community. It's the backbone of Springfield. How do you not get anywhere in Springfield, Warehouser or Roseboro or Nelson Brothers Trucking, Dutch Brothers, without the back, <clears throat> you know, 42nd Street is the right leg. South A is the, you know, the, the artery. You know, you've got to look at what, you know, if you're coming from Oak Ridge and you're going to the Walmart, you're going to cross, you know, Main Street. What is somebody's asking if John Lively, your state representative for East Springfield, is involved with any of this? Has he been involved with that? <clears throat> Not that I've seen. Mm -mm. What about Dave Lovell, your new county commissioner? Yep. He's been to a couple of our meetings. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You guys, you, you, you need to put the word out because people, these are people asking these questions. So yeah. David's, uh, David's on our, he's been to a lot of our meetings. He, okay. he, uh, he, he is not for this. Program. But you have, a, you have a Senator too. You have other people in your area um, that need to know that there's 240 plus voters that may not vote for them if they don't get their ass in gear. Well, those 240 <laughs> businesses would be the bulldoze businesses. There's actually 600 businesses that would be affected. Yeah, I was just I was just talking about the ones that are going to be in real trouble, Rick. <laughs> Two hundred and forty. Oh. Bulldozed. Okay. Matt did some Brother? digging. Yep. And doesn't the strategic advisory committee members need to live in Springfield? Nope. I'm, my business is in Springfield, so I was representing business. <clears throat> oh. Okay, so is, you either live in Springfield or your business is in Springfield to mm -hmm. be on that? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. So how are you guys, what can people do? They can get to the website to get involved. Um, <clears throat> how are you going to, what, what, when are you having another one of these meetings? Like you just had one the other night, but I couldn't get you on before it, but I figured what the heck we could still do this. Yeah. I think our what next, is, what do you want from people? I mean, really, we want their money so that we can fight, continue to fight. If they can't support us with their bodies, with, um, going to city council meetings and things like that, then we want the, their money so that we can hire a lawyer if we have to fight this or to protect uh, our business. We're going to, Common Sense for Springfield is going to continue to stay in the fight. And the best way you can help if you can't be there is to support our cause. Go to the Common Sense for Springfield or the Protect Main Street and support us. Um, go ahead, Doug. So we have hired um, a campaign manager and a guy that knows how to talk to the city, not 
like a knuckle dragger like me because I can go in there and, and mess it all up. Well, I think I think you probably do pretty well. But Jake Gilroy is who was uh, David Lovall's campaign manager. You probably oh, yeah. know Jake, but he is uh, he's he's working and he's heading up all this. I mean, a lot of this comes from Jake, and so we hire a professional that will really help us. Um, have a bigger know, He knows how to talk to city. That's a healthy investment too. It, it is an investment. And, you know, and so we have, you know, we have to pay him, you know, we're making signs for up and down main street. We have things in print. We're going to be on radio. We're looking at a little TV, you know, um, February 3rd happens to be when everything gets voted on. And we're, and we're going to a month before that, we're going to be saturating, you know, this market on, you know, before the election time. Well, be sure, be sure and call my my friend Bill London over at KPNW. I'm sure he'd put you on the show. Um, I was on the show last week with him. Okay, good, good. Yeah, he's a good guy. He likes stories like this that uh, involve people standing up for what they believe in. Doesn't mean you're right. It means you get to believe in something and you get to stand up with it. Yeah. I do think you're right. It's like, and then everybody makes it about a roundabouts. I had somebody go, well, why are they so anti-roundabout? It's not about the roundabouts. It's about how many and the whole plan and the way it was done. Maybe they just need to come up with a different idea. Yes, yeah, the 20 businesses bulldozed per roundabout. Wow. If you think about, we were sitting at a meeting and they told Chris from Dutch Brothers, we're just going to move you back in the parking lot. I don't own the property. I can't just move back in the parking lot. Whoa. Okay. So, okay. So Chris is um, one of his Dutch brothers. So he's leasing the space. Right. Yeah, Chris Stewart. He'll lose two of them. So they never bother because no, we're in the plan. The we're spending $3 million on a plan. Why don't we go talk to people? I, you know, I, I got this he great idea. Own, I know. I'm not own the property. It's not, it's not in the law. Well, before, before you go spending this money to yes. draw up this pretty plan that you can sell, maybe what you do is take mm, 100000 and you go up and down the street and start talking to businesses to find out if something like this would work. Because then you could save the other $3 million, $100,000 yeah. calling up the pretty picture. That's and why it's not, that's why it sounds like common sense what you're saying. You know, here's the deal with <laughs> here's the deal with common sense. There's no such thing because so sense is not common. Sense takes courage and take, sense takes people getting outside their head and their box. Well, you guys, I wish you luck and um, I'll next February um, I'll be here in Montana, but I still have my, my heart still partly in Oregon. So you just get a hold of me and we'll We'll put some stuff out there. We'll we'll keep people up to date with what you're doing. Thank you. No, oh, and you make me proud. I'm so proud. I lived in Springfield, Oregon, where people have the guts to go fight for something. You know what I mean? We it's won this. Well, we've run won three rounds, so you know we're not down. We're we're even better than before. You we're know, better than before. Yeah. You don't roll over. Nope. No. When you do, you keep kicking the whole way. <laughs> we get a bigger truck. <laughs> All right. You guys, thank you for being here. I appreciate you. All right. Thanks very much, Rick. See you later. So um, you guys, our last sponsor is perfectly fitting for this. Springfield Business, um, helping people with different abilities. This is a couple who lives in one of their group homes. 
and it's so charming. And if you're looking for a job change or something you want to do, this is the agency you need to go work for. You, you will work hard, but at the end of the day, you will also know that you made a difference in someone's life like these two watch. And joining us is John and Peggy Devereaux. Um, yeah. they, are, they are part of the Albert Taylor gang. Yes. <laughs> How long have you guys been with Albert Taylor, Peggy? Oh, oh I can't remember. I can't remember either. Since the early 80s? In the 80s, we couldn't do anything without Josh. Well, you could do a lot of stuff. Yeah, yeah, but Josh takes us uh, to Wendy's, thrift shopping, grocery shopping. You know, I mean, and honestly, uh, they they see the best in people, you know, and um, and people tend to see the best in them. You know, they're honestly some of the most accepting and friendly people that I know. Right. Yep, and they're right there in Springfield, Oregon. So our sponsors tonight again, Chris Daniel Family Dentistry. Thank you for sponsoring us, Michael. We love you. Um, and also Albert Taylor, uh, where endless possibilities happen. Um, and that was a fun show. So see, what, what did we learn here tonight? You know what I mean? I'm going to wrap this up a little bit for you, but you have the power. I mean, you do, and it takes effort. And that's why they do what they do is because they know most of you will be weak. <clears throat> most of us will be weak and give up. And we've been doing that for decades. And look where it's gotten us right now. But here's the exciting thing about what's happening. Yes, we're in a recession. Yes, things are going kind of tits up and it's kind of crazy out there. Um, but here's the thing. We have the power if we work together and if we care about our neighbor more than we care about ourselves. So we have to get involved in things like this. And um, I think it's really exciting that that's why I wanted them on my show, because I this is what I believe in is that people can make a difference. And, and when you start thinking you can't, that's when you have to push harder and just get more intent and, and start listening. I wanted to recommend something for you guys too. Um, <clears throat> I don't know if you've ever listened to Jordan Peterson on podcasts. Don't believe the crap that they say about him. It's like me. If you believe half the things that my haters say about me, you'd think that oh, well, that's crazy. And I am a little bit, but just, just a teeny bit. Um, the rest of them are just full of shit. And they just, they just don't like me because I'm saying things that they don't want you to do. And that's okay. Um, but Jordan Peterson, I listened to this podcast this morning. It's episode number 274. It's called Cometh the Horseman. It's with Michael Yawn and Dr. Jordan Peterson. And I'll tell you, there's a warning in there. And you should listen to this because you need to plan. And I'm not a doomsday or anything like that, but it's pretty interesting what's going on around the world from people who are seeing it from a different perspective. And we're in for some pretty tough stuff coming up. And you listen to this and you will walk away feeling inspired um, because when I understand what I can do to make life better for my neighbors and myself and you, um, it kind of gets me off. I love that. And I hope that that does that for you, but it's episode 274. Jordan Peterson, and just go on Spotify or whatever you're on for podcasting. And, it, you know, it's a couple hours long, but you just sit back and listen to that. And I think um, you will walk away a different person. So anyway, um, so thank you for being here. We will be back tomorrow. We're doing uh, some, some really cool stuff on forest fires um, because uh, we're kind of kind of kind of expose uh, that the uh, lack of forest management planning that we're doing um, is actually causing a lot of carbon 
into the air when we're supposed to be doing climate change and not burning forests and protecting them for owls, but then we end up burning all the land down because we didn't clean up the forest. We need to call out this hypocrisy. And so tomorrow night we'll have some guests on and show you a really cool video and they'll talk a little bit more about that. So I'm Rick Dancer. Thanks for joining me. Just share this on your page. That's the best thing you can do for me is just take this and hit share and share it directly on your page. Um, that's how it works. All right. Have a good night. I'll see you tomorrow night.